You are listening to Action Podcast with Gina Baxa and Chris Jansen. For full archive of all of our podcasts and blogs, go to actionpodcast.com or visit us on Facebook at facebook.com slash actionpodcast. So Gina, we've had another wonderful topic uh, put in today by one of our listeners, Henry Cooper, uh, who asked us about self-confidence. Yeah. You know, self-confidence is something we've talked about a few times in the past, but I guess what would be, what would be your kind of main thoughts? We all have confidence, strong confidence at times and weak confidence at others. And why is that? Mm. That's a good question. And, th- and thanks for a very good um, topic suggestion, Henry. I really like that. Um, for me, confidence, a lot of the time depends on the story that I'm telling myself. If I told myself it's going to be tough, so it could be a particular project or it could be some writing I'm doing and I'll put it off and put it off and I won't do it. But often if I imagine myself in the end result of having finished it and imagine having actually done it, then it's quite amazing. And it somehow gives me that confidence and the competence, actually, because I think the two are intertwined, mm. as we were talking about earlier, gives me that, that confidence to do it. How about you, Chris? Yeah, you know, I, I think I've, you know, I, I work with a lot of athletes who, um, you know, who are preparing for maybe a big race and are looking for confidence. And I always say that, you know, confidence is the, is the end result of doing something differently rather than something you can actually go out there and just gain. And like you say, it really comes down to the story that people tell. And by story, what we mean is that internal dialogue, that internal dialogue, because you can take two people and this, you know, we see this time and time again, you can take two totally different people who have never done something before or who are trying to achieve something at a level they haven't, haven't achieved before. And person number one can say, I've never done this before. I don't have the confidence. Oh my God, I can't really do this. What will people think? What will people do? There's no way I could do this. They keep measuring themselves up against some, some lofty expectation. Person number two can say, I've never done this before. Let me go at it. Let me give it my best. Let me go out there and try. Let me have fun while I'm doing this. Let me just use, use this as an experiment. And they go out there and they make it happen. Whereas person one kind of can sit and coil up and, and never really take that take that first step. And I think mm. really that's the key is that we all have confidence challenges at times. There's no doubt about that. Even the world's most successful people have a confidence challenge at times. And to recognize that that's not the defining factor. The defining factor is the story you tell yourself when you haven't done something before or you haven't done it well before. And whether you, you take the action to make it happen or you take the action to at least try or you don't. So if someone is struggling mm. with self-confidence, I think they really need to, to really, the first place to look is what is the actual dialogue that they're creating in their own head around mm. that topic or that mm. situation? Well, it's very true. I had a client the other day where he's been, um, he's just split up from his girlfriend, well, a few months ago, and he's getting back onto the dating scene a bit tentatively. And we were going through what he was actually playing out in his head before he asks, you know, women out. You know, he could be in a bar and we found out that his his sort of self-talk was, oh, my God, I'm going to get rejected. She'll ignore me. There's no point in even going over there or even initiating conversation. So we start when I we realized that that was the the talk that was going on, we turned that around and we would actually get him to imagine the end result, imagine successful interaction and a conversation so we replayed that in his mind we had a little video of what he'd like to happen 
which gave him the confidence. And now he's successfully dating. It's quite an amazing turnaround. This yeah. guy was just like, no way can I connect with women anymore. I'm too shy. Mm. So the, the brilliant thing about this is that we don't have to wait till we've got the confidence, yeah. as you were saying, before we start, before we take action. And it really is about taking action. Yeah, t totally. Uh, uh, my favorite story around that example is, is uh, you know, someone once said who, who was nervous about asking someone out, you know, in a dating situation. And mm. the way he turned around was the thought that, well, I don't have, I'm not going to have, I don't have dinner with her plans yet. She's never said, she's never said yes so far. So I've got nothing to lose. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm on my own for dinner anyway, so the, the worst case scenario is that uh, I'm still on, on my own for dinner. <laughs> That's a really good way of looking at it. I think, as well as kind of not taking it all so seriously, too. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know, ma making a bit of a game of life rather than you know life or death. Mm. Yeah, no, I think I think the you know imagining what the end result would be when things go well, or actually, you know what, when things don't go, maybe they 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 don't. It's not always about having a great outcome. Sometimes mm. it's just about not having a, a tremendously horrible outcome. Mm. You know, I was coach, coaching a client just the other day as well who, who had to deliver a big presentation in front of hundreds of people. And they were quite nervous about going on stage. And they, they were telling themselves all these negative self-talk stories of these, you know, about how people will be judging them and, and any little hiccup that doesn't make it a, an amazing presentation will mean that they're they failure. They failed mm. and they were experiencing, they were literally in their body. They could feel those feelings of failure. Mm. And mm. what we did was just imagine, just visualize a little bit of visualization exercise, watching that movie of, of how people really would be responding if the presentation went well. And you know what? It wasn't about them standing up and, and uh, uh, being at like a rock concert where they're standing cheering and thinking this is the greatest <laughs> yeah. person of all time. They were just, you know, they were they were dabbing away on their iPhone, their Blackberries. They weren't really paying attention because it was an auditorium of maybe 200 people. Yeah. And um, some people were engaged. Some people were just sitting there taking notes. And it was kind of a calm, peaceful place. And once the, the client kind of recognized that that was be okay – they could then focus more on delivering great presentation rather than 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 uh, circular circulating those thoughts in their head of these people aren't really ma massively engaged. Yeah. Oh, that's brilliant because in something like that, and that that you know, a lot of people are getting up and giving presentations. There's no way that we can engage everyone in that audience. And quite honestly, if only two people left that talking about him saying what a brilliant presentation it was that's quite honestly enough mm, you know mm. i think we set such high high standards for ourselves mm. that we almost set ourselves up for defeat mm. because so, yeah yeah so so what would you say uh, gina to someone who who maybe is uh, is lacking in some self-confidence and where would be a good a practical good practical place for them to start to maybe just you know just get, regain that feeling or to start feeling confident well, I think it really, really is to start with themselves because often we rely on the outside, you know, external forces to make us feel confident. So I would say go back, as we were saying, to the story that you're telling yourself about this event or this presentation or about asking someone out or a conversation you've got to have, whatever it is. Mm. Go inside and ask yourself, well, what am I imagining here is going to happen? And then rewrite that little movie and then replay it how you'd like it to happen. Mm. You know, not necessarily bells and whistles, but, but what, would your, what would your ideal end result be? 
and just keep playing that over and over in your mind. It's, it's like a subtle rewiring, and that really makes a massive difference. So if I'm someone, that's a great, great point. I totally agree with that. And uh, if, if, so if I've done that, I've played mm. this movie in my head or I've just imagined what would be a you know, good outcome, maybe not, again, not bells and whistles, and I'm not a rock star status yet, but mm. um, I can kind of see what I want. Now I'm facing that situation and I'm feeling these massive jitters and butterflies and I'm really nervous. Does that mean I've done it wrong or, or what, what, what do I do after I've done this great movie and, and I'm still not feeling amazing about, the, about trying to give it a shot? Well, I think that you've, you've raised a really important point because I think we always feel scared to death even while we're doing it and then suddenly something will kick in and then we just start to relax. It's almost like we let ourselves off the hook. But the key is just starting it. It's just doing it. It's taking that action with that little movie in mind and not worrying too much about the response we're getting. We might not get a like a la, 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 ra, ra, ra immediate response. But the fact that we've started, the fact that we've actually taken that action is the most important thing. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And I think that, you know, the listener, if they're looking for something, uh, if self-confidence has been a challenge for you, is that I agree with what Gene is saying, is that start with something. Start with something really, really small, maybe something that you feel is maybe relatively safe, you know, for a real mm. practical example. For those people who are, you know, maybe it's... Um, Let's just use the the dating example because that's usually one where your your heart's on the line as well. Is uh, you know for someone who's who is, and you can apply this actually to any situation. But if you're, you're struggling to kind of maybe have a conversation with someone, maybe it's approaching someone uh, in a social setting, then here's a little thing that can work: is approaching people in a non-social setting, just to strike up a conversation with people, literally in a shop. If you're standing in line at the checkout, just start up a conversation with someone about about what they've got in their basket or something else in the environment or just asking about the weather, talk about something little small like that can break down these internal barriers about what it's like to have a conversation with a a potential stranger. But you Mm. do it in a safe way, a comfortable way. It doesn't have to be a long conversation. It could just be your your goal could be I'm just going to have a 30 second conversation with someone. And mm. that in itself can be a, a great way to break down any of these mental barriers that are, are going on. Oh, that's an absolutely brilliant way. And I've done that a few times where I've just maybe admired what someone's been wearing. And nine times out of ten, the response has been incredible. People really want to be engaged in our culture, especially in cities. You know, any city, it's heads down. Don't come too near me. I want my space. Mm. But actually, we do love engaging. So just talking to a stranger in a queue is great, like you said, because you're not going to be hanging around. They're not going to feel trapped. Just a smile and a hello is often, you know, enough. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think we've given uh, given listeners a, a few things to think about there and hopefully act on as well because we are all about action. And, uh, you know, if the listener would like some something more specific around self-confidence, then, yeah, please do go to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash action podcast. Leave us a comment. Leave us a question. We'd, we'd love to hear from you and we'd love to uh, to help you move forward. And we'll do a future podcast or blog about your topic that you suggest. So, um, yeah, please do connect with us there. And um, thanks for your time, Gina, today. I think those are great tips. And we'll speak soon. Yeah. Great. Thanks, Chris. Take care. Have a good week. You too. Bye-bye. Bye.